This Spotlight edition of the Security Ledger podcast is sponsored by Trusted Computing Group. Through open standards and specifications, Trusted Computing Group enables secure computing. Through its member-driven workgroups, TCG enables the benefits of trust in computing devices from mobile to embedded systems, as well as networks, storage, infrastructure, and cloud security. More than a billion devices include TCG technologies. Check them out at trustedcomputinggroup.org. Hello, and welcome to a Spotlight edition of the Security Ledger podcast. I'm Paul Roberts, Editor-in-Chief at the Security Ledger. In this edition of the podcast... In the safety area, the probabilities of failure are very, very low. Uh, Think about an airplane or a car and its brakes. In security, probability and impact is computed differently. And it's, again, uh, different in privacy. So how can you create a coordinated metric? You might not have heard of the Trusted Computing Group, but you have definitely used technology it helped develop and deliver. The industry consortium pioneered technologies such as the trusted platform modules that are in nearly every computer and personal electronic device made today, providing a hardware-based root of trust that validates the identity and proper functioning of the device. But if you haven't noticed, computing environments are becoming more diverse and complex. Smartphones, cloud-based applications and resources, and the Internet of Things were already dissolving the network perimeter, and that was before the COVID pandemic sent millions of workers home to work. What does trustworthiness mean in the era of cloud computing, smart homes, smart communities, and the Internet of Things? How are notions of security, privacy, and trust evolving? To find out, we invited Claire Vishik into the Security Ledger Studios to talk. Claire is an Intel fellow and the chief technology officer at Intel's Governments, Markets, and Trade Group, or GMT. Claire spent 14 years as the director of trusted technologies at Intel and is a director at the Trusted Computing Group. In this conversation, Claire and I discuss the fast-evolving future of both the Trusted Computing Group and the notion of trusted computing itself, as both innovation and changing technology use patterns create opportunities and risks in areas like cybersecurity and privacy. I started our conversation off by asking Claire to talk about some of her responsibilities at both Intel and the Trusted Computing Group. I am Claire Vishik, uh, and I work for Intel, uh, and am an Intel representative on the board of directors uh, of the Trusted Computing Group. At Intel, I am CTO of Markets Government Trade uh, Division uh, at Intel, and uh, I am Intel representative on the board of the Trusted Computing Group uh, and also one of the officers of that organization. Trusted Computing Group uh, is a industry standard consortium, the key standard of the Trusted Computing Group, uh, the Trusted Platform Module, uh, is also an international standard known as uh, ISO IC11889 uh, in four parts. Uh, There are many definitions uh, of trusted computing um, as well as definitions of trust. By far the most popular implementation of trusted computing is uh, represented uh, by the 
the area that is following the specifications and international standards developed by the Trusted Computing Group. It's the technical foundations uh, of the desire that the computer will consistently behave as ex- in expected ways uh, and that those behaviors will be enforced by uh, computer hardware and software. Enforcing it behavior is achieved by loading uh, hardware or in some version software with a unique encryption key and uh, several uh, resulting uh, routes of trust attestation protocols and other functions that are defined in DCG, the Trusted Computing Group's specifications. Uh, these specifications were originally defined for the client machines, but uh, the computing e- ecosystem has changed uh, and gradually TCG moved to embrace what is available in the ecosystem in general. For instance, servers, uh, networks, uh, embedded systems, uh, lightweight systems, more recently automotive uh, security Mm -hmm. and a lot more. Yeah, I mean, when you you know, roll back the clock and look at the origins of TCG, you know, in the, around the turn of the millennium period, the focus back then was really on securing, um, you know, access to enterprise networks, uh, securing laptops and desktops and servers, uh, and as you said, kind of creating a hardware-based rooted trust uh, for for applications to use, but. These days, all of that's really changed, hasn't it? I mean, uh, both the profile of the device uh, and the way in which technology is uh, deployed and consumed and used is, has really changed. You mentioned automobiles is one example, but of course, the whole Internet of Things is uh, is a use case for TCG. Maybe we should start with what you said, that uh, the trusted computing group technologies were used to secure uh, laptop servers and uh, networks. Uh, this is not specific a security technology. This is trust technology. It provides for a safer environment rather than enforcing specific security functions. What does safer environment mean? It means that all the unauthorized modifications uh, of the key components of servers, clients, uh, IoT systems, networks, uh, automobiles, and so on will be captured and there will be uh, opportunities to deal uh, with the issues before uh, any damage from the attacks is done. So trust technologies are in that sense distinct from security technologies, although they are connected. It's an interesting point. And and I think for many people, um, maybe myself included, you know, kind of lump trust and, and security together, but they are actually two distinct areas. Tell us a little bit about this concept of trust and its relationship to cybersecurity and and then maybe kind of where sort of like think of it as like a a Venn diagram, you know, uh, where where there's overlap there between trust and cybersecurity and, you know, uh, what areas are are actually separate. This is a huge question, but I I will try to answer it. Uh, There are many definitions of trust uh, inevitably, just like there are many definitions of privacy uh, or trust computing. For uh, 
trusted computing as uh, it is seen by the trusted computing group. Trust is an expectation that a system, product, infrastructure process will behave as expected under given circumstances. This uh, expectation-based understanding of trust can be also applied to many other aspects of trust, to people, to situations, to organizations. Uh, It reflects that the trusting party has a belief uh, that the trusted party will support it. Uh, And in computing, uh, it affects decisions uh, made by one uh, or more participants. Those participants could be people or they could be machines uh, or they could be broader policy uh, systems. So technical trust uh, is aligned to some extent with predictability. And this is also the case in non-technical trust. This understanding of trust is separate from how we treat uh, trust as an underlying emotion, uh, of course, but it covers uh, most other situations. Interestingly, uh, trust uh, is also a very significant part uh, under different names in economics. For instance, uh, a theory by the Nobel Prize winning uh, George Akerlof uh, states uh, in a very simplified fashion that if risks uh, of buying a new product are perceived as too high, uh, then no transactions will happen at all uh, at any price. So uh, it's a fundamental notion in economics. So now uh, let us look uh, at cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is one of uh, the fields that grew up out of uh, engineering functions, in this case, uh, protecting computers, information, and uh, networks. But um, unlike other engineering fields, uh, it acquired uh, a very, very broad area of operations. Uh, If you look at something that's so broad, uh, that includes things like cryptography together with things like diplomacy, uh, it's uh, inevitable that uh, in order to uh, make this into a coherent field, you need a unifying factor. And several have been proposed among them, uh, uh, risk-based approaches, uh, but also trust-based approaches. Those approaches based on uh, defining predictability uh, in technical and non-technical ways uh, in conjunction with uh, this broad definition. This area has proven to be uh, very productive. Uh, That's why uh, we are talking about uh, trust in so many contexts, uh, from international relations uh, to the implementation of cryptographic protocols. You're listening to a Spotlight edition of the Security Ledger podcast, sponsored by the Trusted Computing Group. You know, one of the things I'd say that that's really different today, again, compared to 20 years ago when the Trusted Computing Group was just getting going, was the level of integration uh, between different IT systems. Uh, you know, you, you had you know isolated corporate networks where there were corporate networks at all, uh, and then maybe connected via uh, internet, and and now um, you know much more. Uh, much more complex ecosystems with cloud-based applications hosted on, you know, common environments and, and used, shared among among many different, uh, maybe hundreds of thousands or millions of different companies and users. Uh, and then you've got obviously the, um, you know, we talked about the Internet of Things, and and so you know, from the trusted computing group standpoint, 
how do we how do you secure that kind of a diverse heterogeneous multi-domain environment you know what new innovation standards technologies do we need to bring the same level of assurance to that ecosystem that we now have you know within a more traditional you know uh, enterprise IT ecosystem? Uh, this is an area uh, that is still uh, in development and that is very complicated. Uh, when uh, the computing age started, uh, the platforms were distinct uh, and uh, uh, at first not connected. So it was much easier to handle uh, issues like that. Now we have a huge diversity in both the platforms and the environments. They are as different as uh, connected jewelry and uh, nuclear power stations or smart grid. They are as complex as smart cities or, or as simple as a single function, single use sensor. Both uh, of these types of systems and systems of systems um, are connected uh, and need to be protected, but uh, in different ways. Uh, for trust, we have uh, a number of different uh, use cases here. Uh, the simplest one uh, would be going through the stack uh, where some elements are trusted and some are not. So imagine a situation where applications A and B uh, reside on different devices uh, and they are connected by diverse networks and they are in a cross-domain setting. Uh, A and B share information up and down the stack and we want to trust all the layers. Uh, Also think that all the systems are dynamics and the threats and the systems are also dynamic. How do we uh, deal uh, with this situation, especially when devices leave and join uh, the domains? How do we answer questions such as how does application A uh, on the server gain trust in sensor A uh, when the data travels through the mobile uh, PC and server devices, uh, for example. So uh, this uh, is covered by a number of uh, innovative uh, areas that could be summarized as uh, trust composition. Uh, And they use innovative approaches that are still emerging. In research, uh, they could be divided into several areas. I won't have time to talk about all of them, but uh, one of the ways to look at is to collect uh, trust evidence. We have uh, dynamic and cross-domain processes today with devices and participants leaving and joining the platforms. So uh, trust uh, evidence could come up with diverse uh, parameters, some of them even human-centric and some of them highly technical uh, that uh, will define ways to define a different trust posture uh, with regard to uh, different situations in these dynamic systems. Uh, Trust evidence uh, is a range of uh, parameters uh, such as uh, uh, cryptographic uh, related characteristics uh, as well as architectures as well as the use scenarios as well as uh, uh, you know those 
users that are benefiting from using these devices directly or indirectly, and a lot more. Uh, a lot of research was done starting uh, from various uh, U.S. and European projects on end-to-end trust uh, in this area. So another area is trustworthiness. Uh, this is a more complicated way to define trust. Uh, An example of trustworthiness approach was developed by NIST uh, when uh, they took a look at cyber physical systems and developed uh, a framework for cyber physical systems. Cyber physical systems are systems that have a computing component and communication component in the physical subsystem and they range uh, from the simplest um, connected IoT devices like sensors to power stations. Uh, they defined trustworthiness as follows. It's demonstrable likelihood that the system performs according to designed behavior under a typical set of conditions as evidenced by its characteristics such as safety, security, privacy, reliability, and resilience. Uh, This definition is very similar to the one that the Trusted Computing Group is using, uh, but it's different uh, in that it specifically lists characteristics that may need to be integrated, such as safety um, and security and privacy, um, as well as reliability and resilience. Uh, Even if we take a risk approach to this group of uh, characteristics, we could see how difficult it is. Uh, In the safety area, the probabilities of failure are very, very low. Uh, Think about an airplane or a car and its brakes. Uh, In security, probability and impact is computed differently, and it's, again, uh, different in privacy. So how can you create a coordinated metric for cyber-physical systems that combines uh, all three, for example? That's another area of research and standardization that's being pursued today. Another area that I would like to mention that is of importance here is uh, risk engineering, and this is um, similar to such approaches as privacy by design and design and security, only it talks about taking risk into consideration in some parametrized fashion as you design, implement, deploy, and maintain various ICT products. So uh, these are just three of many other uh, areas that people are looking at when trying to address uh, trust issues and trustworthiness issues uh, in these complex environments like smart cities. And standards like those produced by the Trusted Computing Group uh, are very important uh, for the big picture there. You're so steeped in both security and trust technologies. Obviously, you've got a deep technical background. And I'd be really interested in hearing just kind of what what you're interested in in these days, what your areas of inquiry and curiosity are, what you where you think the innovation and interesting developments are in, the, in either the cybersecurity or the uh, kind of computer trust uh, fields are. Uh, There are so many interesting things that have this quote-unquote broad uh, trustworthiness uh, component. Uh, They include uh, a lot of elements that are relevant to the trusted computing group um, from uh, the different uh, 
point of view. Uh, in fact, when you look at uh, everything, uh, let's think about uh, the last two years, buzzword, blockchain, uh, and um, artificial uh, intelligence, and scenarios uh, in technology areas of this nature, uh, trustworthiness or trust and security and privacy have always been significant elements uh, that were necessary to make this new technologies uh, or new uh, use cases successful. This is true for everything from communications and fundamental uh, technology areas to uh, social uh, networks and uh, things of this nature. So um, today, uh, the technologists in the area of security are probably looking at uh, much more complex uh, set of problems uh, that have multiple parameters uh, to them. Uh, they could be classified uh, as uh, fundamentally new technologies uh, as one area. Improvements of existing technologies, something like uh, homomorphic encryption uh, for artificial intelligence is one, for instance. It uh, has been known for a long time, but uh, it used to be too slow to be considered uh, beyond specialized use cases and now this is changing and finally complex completely innovative use cases that use a combination of uh, current legacy and new technologies in how uh, they uh, should be approached uh, there is a whole lot for all of us to do uh, for all areas of uh, expertise uh, including uh, human facing uh, and component uh, and device facing. Uh, there is a lot to do. Um, and if we talk again in a year, there will be probably a lot more to report uh, on trustworthiness, trusted technologies and new ways to use them. Claire Vishik of uh, Intel and Trusted Computing Group, thank you so much for coming on and speaking to us on the Security Ledger podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me and for your excellent questions. It's been a pleasure. Claire Vishik is a director at the Trusted Computing Group, an Intel fellow and chief technology officer of Intel's government, markets, and trade group. You've been listening to a spotlight edition of the Security Ledger podcast sponsored by the Trusted Computing Group. Through open standards and specifications, Trusted Computing Group enables secure computing. Through its member-driven workgroups, TCG enables the benefits of trust in computing devices from mobile to embedded systems, as well as networks, storage, infrastructure, and cloud security. More than a billion devices include TCG technologies. Check them out at trustedcomputinggroup.org.